www.netivyah.org. Nativia Bible Instruction Ministry presents Teaching from Zion, Volume 24, August 2008. Behind the Dietary Laws by Elchanan ben Avraham. The knowledge of clean and unclean animals and food existed well before the giving of the Torah, the law, at Sinai. We see evidence of this when Noah, a man of God, was instructed by the Lord to take both clean and unclean beasts into the ark. In the Garden of Eden, the first command given to man had to do with that which was permitted to eat and that which was forbidden. The fall of mankind came about through ignoring the difference between that which was to be eaten and not. In distinction to the fall, the salvation of mankind comes about through the eating of the Passover lamb of God, who is also the bread of life. Contrary to much political correctness and liberalism in the West and its theologies, this distinction leading to division is not surprising since the God of Israel is a divider. Among the first acts of God were the dividing of the light from darkness, the Sabbath from the other six days, good from evil, holy from profane, clean from unclean, right from wrong, and Israel from the nations. He will ultimately divide sheep from goats in heaven and hell. The very concept of holy, which is quite abstract in English, is clear in the original Hebrew, kadosh, means separate. Therefore, God would raise up through a history a line of people who were holy or separate. They were a people who were commanded not to mix the clean with the unclean, holy with profane, or good with evil, but rather to keep themselves separate. They would be educated in every aspect of their lives to discern the differences. They were taught not to mix two different seeds in the same field, not to weave wool and linen together in the same garment, not to plow their fields with both an ox and a donkey, unequally yoked, not mix with the ungodly in marriage, nor take unto themselves any foods which are called unclean. For I am the Lord your God, thus you shall be holy, for I am holy. From Leviticus 11, verse 45. The intent of God's nation was to be a separate people of great discernment and discipline, exhibiting the fruits of holiness unto the Lord and unto a lost world. Yeshua the Jew also brought the same distinct yet greater knowledge of holiness, separating unto God those who were willing to be separated from their sins and their sinful ways. He said, Think not that I am come to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword from Matthew 10, verse 34. A sword is always a divider, and the sword of the word of God proceeding from his mouth would separate even members of the same family, those who follow him into the kingdom of God and those who do not. Woe to them, cried Isaiah, who call good evil and evil good, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, from Isaiah 5, verse 20. It was those Kohanim, or priests, who ceased teaching the people the differences that God condemned and removed, from Ezekiel 22, verse 26. Today we are witnessing a further drift in part of the Western Christianity, 
wherein the Torah in its wise instructions and distinctions have become anathema to a church moving toward lawlessness, Greek anomia. We see even churches mixing male with male and female with female at the altar of marriage, claiming we are no longer under the old Jewish law. And nothing is to be called unclean, not even the destruction of the image of God in male and female. We also see even good churches wrecked by adulteries, divorces, addiction to pornography, and unfaithfulness, who are apparently unable or unwilling to discern right from wrong or clean from unclean. Lacking, it seems, is self-control, discipline, from which comes the word disciple. Fearfully, it is this same lawlessness that describes the Antichrist in Second Thessalonians 2 verse 3. And those who call Yeshua Lord, but who will later be told by him, I never knew you, get away from me, you workers of lawlessness, in Matthew 7, verses 21 to 23. Yeshua said, let your yes be yes, and your no be no, Matthew 5, verse 37. And any lukewarm maybe, neither hot nor cold, is of evil, another clear distinction. A people trained up with the ability to know yes from no, right from wrong, and the permitted from the forbidden, are perhaps more likely to keep the command of doing the right thing, saying no to that which is wrong, and yes to that which is right. For the person keeping the biblical kosher laws, the appealing smell of cooking swine's flesh, or bacon, see Isaiah 66 verse 17, wafting up from a kitchen on a bright morning will certainly awake the appetite, the same as it would for those who do not. The aroma inside of cooking bacon would say to the person's senses, Eat me. Nevertheless, the word of the Lord would come in conflict, saying, Do not eat of it, to which the disciple would overcome physical desire and decide upon obedience. The person who can discipline his own desires and thoughts and who can say no to his appetites is the possessor of great power and may be better able to overcome other and greater temptations of the appetites. Moreover, the same person who can say no to himself for that which is forbidden can also say a robust yes to all the joys of that which is permitted and provided by God for our great pleasure. Nativia, www.netivyah.org